Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Dori Shafrir. And I am Kate Spencer. And we're not experts. No, but we are two friends who do like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and thoughts, and we do answer your questions to the best of our ability. But we ask that you remember that we are not experts. We're just podcast hosts. And we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a doctor and or a mental health professional as needed. And if you'd like to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And please don't forget, we are taking long distance dedications. So... <laughs> It's true. Oh, and I should say our text, that is also our text number. You can mm-hmm. send us some texts. Send us a texts. long distance textication. How did wow. you like that? How did wow. you like that? <laughs> wow. Sorry about that. I'm really sorry. 
Dory, I know you know this, but a new listener may not know that um, our website is forever35podcast.com and anything we mention on the show can be found there. And you can also find us on Twitter at forever35pod, Instagram at forever35podcast. And you can join our Facebook group where the password is serums. Indeed it is. Kate, are you wearing your house shoes? Okay, so I don't own my house shoes yet. I'm waiting for them to arrive. Oh, I see. I see. This is a bit of a premature update, but we caused a wee bit of a stir when we revealed that we are not like no shoes in the house people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And someone someone emailed us and was like, is this an American thing? I'm from Canada and (laughs) this is horrific. (laughs) Um, I love that email. I know, it made me laugh. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm. Sh- it's obviously cultural in, in many different cultures to not have shoes on in the house. Um, I don't think it is American. I, I think it's different in every American home. Um, I, I just look, if if I had my druthers, I would I would do house shoes. Uh, same. I, I guess I'm baffled by the constant, and maybe it's just living here in a like a place where we have seasonal weather year round but like the inside the in and out we are constantly in and out and part of that is like yes. walking to our garage to work yeah so i have a hard well, also, time also we like, don't we we never are wearing like shoes we don't really have like shoes with mud or snow on them you, right we still have dirty shoes yes but they're not like we're not tracking snow through the house usually and i i aspire to be a shoe free home i certainly think it would like you know like my kids do bring in a lot of gross shit on their shoes but you know for me i my feet hurt if i'm not in some sort of like supportive shoe so i always end up wearing like my crocs or my birkenstocks inside my house but then i go outside in those shoes too like it's very hard for me to constantly be mentally like kicking off one pair of shoes to put on another pair of shoes. Yes, I hear that. I hear that. Now, last year I vacationed with some friends and they are like very hardcore no shoes in the house people. They have house shoes and they brought their house shoes. We were just gone for like a long weekend. This was actually exactly a year ago. We all went to Colorado and they brought their house shoes on the trip, which I thought was like deep commitment. To the indoor shoe lifestyle. Yes, yes, yes. And I trust them implicitly with indoor shoe recommendations because they both wear like very comfortable indoor shoes and they wear these things called UFOs. O O F O S. And that is what I have ordered. I have ordered some slides so that I could wear them with socks if I wanted to. But they're okay. like they're like thick rubber orthopedic supportive sandal mm-hmm. flip-flop type things i'm looking at them now i'm I'm gonna be so curious to hear how they feel because sometimes i feel like shoes with the with that like band across the top like the slides are not always comfortable on me well i also so ordered I, the flip-flop version because i was worried about that as well yeah well i look forward to your review i'm i'm on the hunt for an indoor shoe. Okay. So a comfort one that provides me with a ton of support because I stand a lot in my home mm-hmm. cooking or whatnot. And I need mm-hmm. I need support. Well, here I have a question for you. What about your crocs? I can't find them. 
number one, but they've already become indoor outdoor shoes. I like wearing my Crocs around town. Oh, I see. I see. Even like walking the dog or, you know, like I, it's not yeah. like I'm, I'm hitting up all the hot spots right now, but you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like my Crocs are definitely, first of all, I think my Crocs look amazing and I like them with my outfits and I want everyone to see me in my Crocs. So, <laughs> but I will say one thing that's been driving me nuts is I have misplaced them and I have, I mean, like how do Crocs hide? They're huge, but I can't find they them. They are. Wow. Okay. That's a twist I was not expecting. <laughs> that my Crocs have gone missing? Yes. The case of the missing Crocs. <laughs> what? That sounds like a cozy mystery you could write. It does, doesn't it? It does. It would have to be set in a, a tiny British village. Go on. Oh, oh. And like the 19... 19- <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I thought maybe we lost each other. It would be in the 1940s before Crocs are invented, but somehow it would all make sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, World mm-hmm. War II's just ended. Yep. And like possibly a fox has stolen the Crocs. Ooh, a fox has stolen the Crocs. <laughs> and then it turns into a children's book. A fox with the Crocs. <laughs> so, you know, I uh, I don't know if it's a leap of like indoor shoe wearing and self-care, but I will say like the older I get and the more my, my bones hurt, the more I love a shoe with a lot of support Mm -hmm. because it affects how my whole body feels. And I feel like I'm constantly on a hunt for this kind of shoe. So that's where I'm at. Ufus, can't wait to meet you. Anyone wears these things, let me know. Great. That's where I'm at. Anyway, you're prepping for this. You're prepping for this heat wave, huh? Are you nervous? (sighs) You know, I think that I have, I have prepper tendencies. (laughs) I've, I've noticed that. Like I have latent prepper tendencies. I also, t- I feel like I tend to get very like, like I go into like battle mode when I hear about like a heat wave coming, which is I think partly why earthquake. I find earthquakes very stressful because you have to always be prepared. Right, you can't prep. You, you can't. Mo- to- well, you can. You just always have to be prepped. Right, and I find that very stressful. I, I, I prefer to like mobilize quickly for a for an imminent event. Such as this weekend, this weekend's heat wave, where it is going to be over 100 degrees. And uh, I mean, the last heat wave, and this one's supposed to be worse, but the last heat wave, people lost power. We did not lose power. But I'm, right. I'm just, I'm prepping for worst case scenario here. Yes. So, right now, their app, it's going to be 107 on Saturday and Sunday this weekend oh, where I live. Oh, yeah. That's real hot. It is. It is very uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's, it's scary beyond like it's scary. It's for the entire city and community. It's really scary. So totally. And I'm, I'm grateful that I personally do not live in a fire zone, but the fire danger is like very real and very scary this weekend. So, uh, that aside, I did buy two fans that run on rechargeable batteries. You know, my mom would have loved you. She would have loved you. Because <laughs> my mom was a prepper. Oh, really? Martha was a prepper? Martha Spencer was a prepper. And she was always, for Christmas, giving me like flashlights that you run with your hand. Like you squeeze them to turn them Ooh, on. Yeah. So uh-huh. I feel like two fans that run on rechargeable. I, I, didn't even, I didn't even know that was a thing. But my mom, I feel like you would be soulmates here in the prepper Look, world. I didn't either. I went to buy another couple of fans because... When it gets really hot, 
even though we have air conditioning, it's still you feel like you still need some like air blowing directly on your face. Do you feel that ever? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, I need a couple more fans. And then I was like, well, wait a second. If we lose power. Yeah, it's going to be rough. We're not going to have any fans. We're not going to have any air. So I was like, let me see if there are battery operated fans that aren't just those little clip on ones. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. And it turns out there are. There are these camping. They they are promoted as like camping hurricane. <laughs> you know, if you lose power, you can you can use these fans. And supposedly they run for six to nine hours on these rechargeable batteries. Oh, so wow, okay. Yeah, I mean, if we do lose power, I don't know how we'll, how I will recharge the batteries, but. I'll cross that bridge. At least you're covered for... Um, At least I'm covered for hours. like an overnight. Yeah. yeah. And Henry would be covered. Although he is now scared of a f- of fans. <laughs> oh, Dory. That's really because <laughs> well, it's a whole long thing. But he... We've been having some issues with his diaper area. And so we've been trying to get it really dry. And we like held his butt in front of a fan. And that like really freaked him out. So now anytime he sees a fan that's on, he gets like very nervous. Oh my God. You held his little butt in front of a fan? Yeah. Oh man. I was like, this will feel good. But he was like, no way. And it's hard to explain (laughs) to a a child who's a year and a half old. Like this is a thing that just blows air. It's not going to hurt you. Exactly. But I did, I did get one for his room, you know, just in case. We do lose power. So I'm trying. We have a lantern. I think we have a couple lanterns. I do have my LED candles, which I could use in a pinch. Yeah. Now that you're saying this, I realize I don't. Every year I'm like, ugh. like my kids just take all our flashlights and I don't know what they do with them. So I need to kind of do a little. Yeah. I got to locate the flashlight. Good reminder. Yeah. <sighs> so ugh, that's a lot. But I'm curious, like for people in other parts of the country where you have like persistent heat waves all summer, what what do you do when you know a heat wave is coming? And besides losing power, like what do you do besides like pray that you don't lose power and stay inside all day? Like how how do I deal, especially now in COVID times where there's nowhere to go? Do I just like walk around target with henry <laughs> you know what i mean i mean yes i'm yeah. i'm also i'm welcoming ideas for indoor activities to do with a with a 16 month old <laughs> very All hard those- yeah it's hard in in covid times because you can't yes cuz you can't go anywhere and to the, go to the beach i feel like the beach is going to be so crowded it will but just mask yeah, but outside. even like the traffic and parking, like I, I'm already talking myself out of it. Okay, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I just, I would just love to hear from from other listeners about their own experiences. Please and thank you. Okay, let's get on that. Okay. Good luck. I'll be thinking of you. Thank you so much. I mean, you also live in Los Angeles. So. I, <laughs> yeah, but my kids can be like... Uh, I am worried about the loss of electricity and the loss of power. Um, but we can sit inside all day and watch movies. You know, True. like I have yes, kids yes, who yes, are yes, yes. big enough that we have activities that we can do that are indoor and we're lucky that we can go swimming and stuff like that. So 
we'll figure it out. We've done it before. We've been through heat waves with them. Yeah, many a time. Yeah, and you and getting your physical activity done like at seven in the morning, like going for a walk with and getting your dog extra, you know, all of that. You have to be careful with your animals and yeah, checking in on neighbors and yeah, <sighs> lots to yeah. do, lots to do in this time. <sighs> so much. All right, well, let's take a pause. Let's do it, and we'll be right back. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get or, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just <laughs> going to say like I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. That's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like 
I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 Lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with glorious Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss, or Think Like a Boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out, so I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. 
All right. We're back. I'm here. Still okay, here. Great. I'm here too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got a great email from a listener, a skincare question. Hi, Kate and Dory. I've been listening to your podcast every week since the beginning, and it's always served as a sort of self-care for me. But that rings true now more than ever. Oh, thanks. Mm. I'm eight months pregnant and being pregnant during the pandemic has not been easy. Parentheses, no wine, five exclamation points. But your podcast brings me such a sense of calming each week. Thank you for that. But this is very nice. Uh, my question is Dr. Pimple Popper and Caroline Hirons both suggested using a salicylic acid cleanser for acne prone skin, but neither recommended any specific brands. Is there one that you would recommend? Well, I, I, I do believe that Dr. Lee, aka Dr. Pimple Popper, did recommend her own. She has a salicylic acid cleanser in her skincare line that mm. um, I've actually tried and my husband has been using. And it's a gel cleanser. And I you can get her products, I think, on her website, but also at Target. So I will we will include that link. Um but I did want to note, and Dory, I think you can speak to this better than I can, is that you, you do want to avoid salicylic acid while pregnant, right? All right. So there are, I think there, there are some people who say not to use salicylic acid during pregnancy. I have done some research. I read a, um, there was a study that came out in 2011 from the Canadian Family Physician journal, the official publication of the College of Family Physicians of Canada. And they say that with the exception of hydroquinone and trentinoin, which is, ret which is retinol, um, for which the evidence is controversial, they say, uh, these products act locally and therefore produce minimal systemic levels. Consequently, in most cases, women can deal with these cosmetically unappealing skin conditions without compromising the safety of their unborn children. You know, I think your mileage may vary. Talk to, again, talk to your doctor. But a salicylic acid cleanser, especially since it's getting washed off, I just, I, I question how much is actually being absorbed by your skin. You know what I'm saying? I do. And that's going to have to be a decision the individual makes yes. under the care of a medical professional yes, and not under the care of you and I, <laughs> or me and you, uh, the two of uh, us. You and, you and me. You and me. Thank you, mm -hmm. Professor Dory. You're welcome. You also mentioned uh, in our notes that CeraVe has a salicylic acid cleanser. Ye old CeraVe. Yes, Dory wrote ye old CeraVe. And then when I noted this, Dory told me that CeraVe has earned ye old status. <laughs> Which is apparently a thing. <laughs> Look, it's a thing in my book. You also recommended the Bosha glycolic acid cleanser. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I really like Bosha products. This is their detoxifying black cleanser, which has charcoal in it. And it's available at Sephora. Yum. Yum, yum, yum. People also, there's also a Paula's Choice salicylic acid cleanser that I have not personally used, but I know that people really like. So if you're on the Paula's Choice train, you might try that out. I always also think of Paula's Choice when I think about like acids. I feel like yes. they are like the acid totally. experts. So that totally. would be, I would definitely take a tour of Paula's Choice on your yes. 
acid trip. Whoa. I did not <laughs> mean to. Wow. Acid trip. That's the name of this episode. <gasps> Great idea. Okay. <laughs> you want to read this next email? I would love to. This is a long Hi- one. Okay. Hi, Kat and Dora. I'm writing because I'm trying to figure out if I just crossed a line into being rude and ungrateful with a good friend. A longtime close friend of mine, we've known each other since we were two, let me know that she would love to get my daughter a gift for her first birthday. She sent me a couple options by text and asked which one I preferred and color preferences. While I actually love the idea of the gift itself, I strongly visually disliked all of the options she sent to the point where I know if she bought this gift, my husband in particular would be pushing to get rid of it just because of the look. It's not an inexpensive gift, about $70. So I would hate for her to spend the money on something that is very much not our style. Because we are close friends and she was asking for my opinion, I found a version of this gift that is very, very similar to the one she sent, but in a style we really love. The issue is it was about $30 more than the versions she sent. I texted her back with excessive gratitude for the idea, some comments about what I did like about the options she sent, and a link to the option we really liked. I also said that I would happily cover the difference since I know this one was more expensive. Okay, so I know that for most casual friends, acquaintances, even many family members, this might be too far. But we are very close friends, and so this felt within reason. She responded and said that's a little more than I was hoping to pay, but worth it and a very cute alternative. Then proceeded to ask about which specific details I would want when she orders. While her response was generally positive, I can't, I just can't shake this feeling that I stepped over a boundary and I feel super shitty about it. I'm beyond grateful that she wants to get my daughter a present at all. And if she wasn't one of my three closest friends, I would have just picked one and dealt with it. What do you think? Was my response within reason? Should I have just picked the least offensive option? FYI. In my follow-up text, I reiterated my desire to cover the difference. She hasn't responded yet, but it's only been an hour. Thanks to you both for any wise words of wisdom. Listening to you makes these hard days a little more manageable. Much love. Feeling shitty and anxious in an already shitty world. Hashtag this is fine. Listener, I think you are, as Dory would say to me, being too hard on yourself. I would agree. Go on. yeah, I mean, look, I, this is kind of a weird situation, and I get, I do get your point of view that you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But then you, but you're, you're very self aware here, and also your friend responded in a very positive way, and it sounds like you are incredibly close, and you, you, you said you respect, you responded with excessive gratitude, and then you've gone back and talked about covering the difference. Like this, honestly, Dory, this feels like I could have written this. <laughs> My favorite part of it was that it it's only been an hour. I know this is so <laughs> me. I get you, listener, and you're the fact that you then sent us this message means like you're a caring friend who if you did make a mistake which i think only that can only be determined like in the context of your relationship like it will be resolved your friend loves you and you totally. and you are a good friend in return and i wouldn't i hope i hope this has already been resolved but i wouldn't i don't think you did a shitty thing i don't either you know, if you were an asshole who, who like someone was like, I want to buy you a gift. And every time you were like, buy me this more expensive one and had z- and did that to every person over and over again. Then, yeah, maybe we talk, <laughs> but not here. Yeah. Did I miss I also anything? think she like she said her piece. She said that is a little more than I was hoping to pay, but it's worth it. Like, I think she was being totally 
honest and straightforward. The friend. Like, yeah. Yeah, totally. I think if she had been offended, she would have said something, it sounds like. Also, this whole tale starts with the friend offering options to you. Totally. And I appreciate that you were honest. And instead of being taking one that you don't like just to appease somebody who would still be spending $70, which is a lot of money on something. So I think you sounds like you are a healthy communicator and you have a good relationship with your friend. And the the world is making us feel extra shitty and anxious right now. And I think you're okay. I hope let us know how this resolved. Yes, please let us know. Because what if it's like the friendship is over? Like, what if we're way off here, Dory? Oh my god, I would be I very really hopeful. Not no, I don't think we are. I think this is hopefully resolved. But you sound like a lovely person, listener. <sighs> All right, hmm. we're going to take okay. another break, and then we've got a couple more things to talk about. Okay. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage you can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right. We have a text from a listener in Portland who writes, Two questions, if I may. First, do you have any suggestions for how listeners can stay connected to the Forever 35 fandoms if you don't have Facebook? I used to have an account and loved the main Forever 35 group and several of its offshoots. I even went to a meetup to make new friends when I first moved to Portland. But I deactivated my account many months ago due to Facebook's numerous controversies and also also for my mental health. Now, I greatly miss the groups and conversations, especially in these core times. Do I suck it up and reactivate? A few listeners tried to get a Forever 35 subreddit going, but I don't think it took off. Second, a pod sausage question. When you have authors on the show, do you both read their books in entirety to prepare for the interview? I'm always so impressed by how you both cite specific passages, themes, etc. during the conversation. And I'm curious how you fit in the time to read and prepare. Thank you. Butt masks never, unless you bought one on impulse during a Safari sale. Hmm, sounds like that listener might have had some experience with that. 35 forever. Hmm. Well, hmm. you know, this this Facebook question is one that has come up since we started the Facebook group. It's come up in other Facebook groups I'm in. I feel like the problem is that there's no great alternative to Facebook when it comes to groups, in part because even if the platform is good, you don't have like the critical mass of people that you would need to be on the platform. Like if there's a social media platform with no one on it and a tree falls in the forest, did anyone <laughs> post about it? Great question, Dory. Thank you. Thank you, Kate. Yeah, I mean, this has been an ongoing discussion we've had since um, since we started the podcast and started a group on Facebook. And like Dory mentioned, it's also a conversation I have in many other Facebook groups I'm in. I'm still on Facebook. I'm still a Facebook user. Do I like that? No. Have I figured out a way to resolve it? No. So I wish I had a better answer for this listener. And... Well, one, I- so one thing that I know people have done is started not reactivated, but started a whole new account under like basically an assumed name or like a variation of their name, not made any, like you don't make any friends and you just rejoin the groups that you were in. So then Facebook is like only for those groups. So it's kind of a limited Facebook situation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I have friends who have done that too. And I, I get the appeal of that. It's hard because then you're still using the product yes, of and course. S- still then supporting something that is problematic. Yeah, but, but I mean, again, this is a conundrum I'm just in myself and have kind of just said, well, I guess I'm, I'm, I, there's no kind of perfect answer here. So I don't know. I think, I, mean, it's I a, think the yes, answer is to, is to resurrect the old BBS message boards. What's BBS? 
It was, um, I forget what it stood for. Were you ever on, were you ever on message boards, Kate? Were you a message board person? Yes. And I was also an AOL group person. I was a very system. That's, that's right. That's what it stood for. Um, like Usenet. Were you ever on Usenet? No, I was on, I was on various things. Most of them related to fish. Okay. So you're, I, I bet you were on Usenet. You just didn't realize it was Usenet. But anyway, those were great. I mean, those were public. Oh, I think I was on Usenet. Yeah. There, so anyone could see them. That's, that yes. is the nice thing about Facebook groups. Right. It's private. Now there are, there, you can get a private message board system. We would have, like, we could build a private message board system. <laughs> it would cost money. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think we would then have to like charge people or something. Like, it would be expensive to to do to set up like an alternative uh, community. And like, would people join? I don't know. Like, I think part of the reason Facebook is appealing for people is because it's like one stop shopping. All of their shit is there. Yeah, and and you make a good point that it's there's no cost. Yeah, which so, makes it which makes it accessible in many ways for people so right and like i i love reddit but it's not private and you can't make a private board on reddit i don't know much about reddit i don't know i thought i thought you maybe could but i i I don't i'm not on reddit enough where i'm like deep in the, the inner workings of reddit that's probably a good thing um, but listen, if if you are a listener and you have a suggestion or you have built an alternative to Facebook, let us know. Yeah, please do. Oh, oh and also, do we read books? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, we definitely try to read them. I would say at least one of us reads, usually reads most of the books that we read. And if we aren't able to finish the books like we'll read a lot of book reviews and just kind of do our homework um, yeah, for the yeah. books. I like to I, th- I think especially as a writer myself and a person who's written a book and Dory has written books it's you know uh, I, I like I think it's the res- like the right and the respectful thing to do and totally. it also gives you a full a better understanding of their work and what you're going to be talking about um it does take a lot of time especially because we have fallen into this pattern of interviewing so many writers and authors um so when i talk about you know like the hours we spend on this podcast we do spend a lot of <laughs> do yes, spend a lot, a lot of, of hours prep on time this. yeah well, and i yeah. also i also feel like there's nothing worse when you listen to an interview with an author and it's like so obvious that the person oh. interviewing them has not read the book yeah so i never want to be that interviewer where the where the person being interviewed is probably too polite to be like hey you jerk <laughs> like, yeah that's what's i know you didn't like, read my book that person's giving like the person on the who's giving who's being interviewed is giving their time totally. to show up and be a guest on totally. whatever thing it is. So yeah, so I, I think yeah, yeah. This they wanted to know how we fit in the time to read and prepare. Um, I have found I have to read during the day because I do also read at night, but then I'm more tired. Um, Same. I can if we're interviewing the author of a novel, I can read it at night. But if it's nonfiction, I feel like I need to be super focused. And so I read during the day. Yeah. But not that, that is, I'm not focused when I read fiction, but you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. You can kind of you can kind of get off into that like dream, like the Yes, I do know what you mean. 
Um, but I will say like, this is, you know, making this podcast is, is a huge chunk of the work we do each week. And that's a lot that goes into it is making sure we're really thoroughly prepared for the people we're speaking to. Yeah. All right. We're going to end things with a voicemail. Okay. Let's do that. Hi guys. Allie here. This is the first time I've ever called you, but I'm on a long walk so I can get out of the house so my husband can do a Zoom job interview. So wish him luck. But I wanted to call because I got a Trader Joe's face product for the first time. I got the Blueberry Aside Facial Scrub and it was great. I used it this morning. It was really awesome. I really like it. But it smelled so good. I wanted to eat it. <laughs> and then I thought, no, you can't. You can't. But then I looked, looked at the ingredients and one of the ingredients just says flavor. So I'm sitting here thinking, can I eat this? I really want to. It smells so good. But I probably won't, maybe. Probably. So anyway, I was just calling because I was wondering, are there any products that are edible out there that you've used? Or have you ever been so tempted to eat one of your products because it smells so good? Anyway, I love the pod. Thanks so much for doing it and have a great day. Love this question. I mean, definitely don't eat it. Yeah. <laughs> it is not made for consumption. Don't eat it. I also am looking at the ingredients and like, I definitely would not eat this. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. There's like AHAs and I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't eat. I wouldn't eat it. I will say though, like I am a person who likes who growing up as a kid ate a lot of things you're not supposed to eat. Mm. and i'm mm. still here so if you yes, did want to like are. put a little on your tongue you'd probably be okay <laughs> like i used to eat the bubbles in my uh, bubble bath i used to eat paper i i would eat everything wow oh yeah now I, you now you eat butter and I, I did last night before i went to bed i literally just sliced off like a nice chunk of butter and ate it as my bedtime snack as i played played video games in my bed oh well look at that um i i don't I'm sure there are products that are so natural that they are safe to eat. I can't, I could not think of any product of my own that the flavor has resonated so deeply that I've wanted to ingest it. Do you have any, Dory? No. Although the other night I had like put on all my prods and I had like, like put oil on my elbows and I like, I was really just feeling all like put oil on your what? My elbows. Oh, your elbows. Sorry. Yes. Got it. Um, and I had to go outside. We have like tandem parking in our driveway and Matt and I had to move our cars. So I went outside and that was like, wow, you, (laughs) you got a lot of stuff on, huh? And I was like, don't I smell great? And he was like, you smell like something. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I wonder if our products only smell good to us. I mean, I thought I smelled great. I love the way I smell after I like lather myself with things. Totally. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to think about anything I've ever wanted to eat. I, yeah, I, don't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't personally think of anything. Yeah. But look, kudos to Trader Joe's for making a product that smells so good you want to eat it. Totally. That's the Trader Joe's way. <laughs> it really is. Uh, oh. All right. I wanted to 
offer up a song suggestion as our little activity of the day today, Dory. Great. I'm excited. Um, I can't stop listening to this song. I've discovered it on listener-recommended TSF Jazz, the French jazz station that I listen to via the internet. So I started listening to it, too. TSF, it's amazing. We all, like, everyone in my house now knows what it is. We all, like, my husband's always putting it on. (laughs) Matt Um, thought it's, I had it on the other night, Matt thought it sounded too loungy. That's the point of it. He was like, I'm going to put on some Dave Brubeck. I was like, okay. Oh, God, come on. (laughs) But I really like it. So anyway, this song that I'm suggesting is very loungy. It's by a vocal jazz singer named Melody Gardot. It's called From Paris with Love. I've never heard of this person. Now I'm obsessed and I'm listening to her playlists on my apps. But especially this song. It came out this year. I think it was released during quarantine. So there's like, it's kind of somber, but like melancholy, I think is the word, but it's really beautiful. And it like makes me really weepy, but also it's really soothing. Mm. So we'll include a link, but I just listened to the song like on repeat. It kind of has like a very dreamlike melody and I'm obsessed with it, but it also makes me feel good. And it's been hard for me to even listen to music lately. So this song has really kind of soothed me. Okay, what from, what is the song? Oh, did I not say? I'm sorry. It's called <laughs> That was a lot of build up. It's called From Paris with Love. Okay. So, everyone, give it a listen and think of me. Or think of Paris, your choice. I will. I definitely will. Think of me in Paris. Dory and I in Paris going to some French pharmacies together. Ooh la la. Dory, when this is all over and we can travel, can we go to Paris? Yes. Can we go on a oui. trip? Bien sûr. <laughs> oh, I finished Call My Agent. I'm very sad. Oh, you'll have so much to talk about with the French people, though. I will. I'll just walk up to people on the street and be like, have you watched Call My Agent? <laughs> Actually, they call it Deep Poisson in France. So I'll have to say, have you watched Deep Poisson? <laughs> oh, that gives me something to look forward to. Oh, same, same. Well, listeners, we love you. We do. And have a great weekend. Stay cool. We'll talk to you on Monday. Bye. Bye.